It is a constant, perpetual, both verbal and nonverbal erosion of trust in that relationship. And rebuilding trust takes a lot more time, energy, and effort. Again, it's possible. It is absolutely possible. But you have to be ready and buckled up because you've got to be willing to do the hard work that it takes to actually uh, see the results in that. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do when you realize you've been a complete jerk to your wife. Yep, that's one of the statements that, really? Thank you, Mr. Harley-Davidson, right outside our door. Okay, let's try this again. That's one of the statements that was in an email that the husband wrote to us uh, as he's going through a separation right yeah. now. And it's kind of a wake-up call. So that that's what we're talking about on today's episode. You ready? Yep. Okay, I think it's going to be a good one. Here All we right. Go. Um, here is an email that we got from somebody. Okay. And um, it, I appreciate this husband's honesty. It's kind of a painful email. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's important for a lot of husbands to hear, um, as kind of a warning as kind of a, don't make the same mistakes kind of situation. Here's what he says. Me and my wife just recently separated, not divorced as a result of a marriage that has been falling to pieces over the last four to five years. We've been together and married. We kept saying we need couples therapy. And she even said I should probably go. I realize now that I had a pride issue, Mm. a bad way of communicating. As you said in your podcast about navigating through separation, a home shouldn't be a war zone. Well, we both let it get to that pretty Mm. much fighting every day in front of our kids. And there was just emotional abuse from me to her with my lack of care in a fight and admitting my faults. I look back and I realize I was a complete jerk. I don't know how to handle my anger and trying to blame her if she says I didn't do X, Y, or Z. Hearing you guys talk and navigate issues I have and what I should do that I now that I'm in a separation stage really lifted my spirit. He says I would cry very manly since men aren't supposed to cry. Uh, I've been in pain for two days straight before I started to cheer up. Granted, I'm still hurt because it's still fresh, but I completely am 100% in a right mindset of what I need to do. Wow. Lastly, he says, along with finding a local therapist, I will be actively listening and borrow uh, browsing your podcast on Spotify so that I can ensure that I'm getting any and all help that I can. This takes a lot of guts for this uh, husband to write this in. You can hear kind of the sadness and the I'm aware of what's happened maybe a little bit too late. Now they're in the separation phase and you can hear kind of the remorse. I wish I would have worked on some of these things earlier in my marriage. And we hear that a lot from husbands when yeah. when they kind of come across some of the tools that we give and some of the things that we uh, put out there. But we hear it a lot that husbands can kind of get really, they, they wake up in essence. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts to uh, hearing a husband kind of write some of this? That, well, it takes a lot of courage to write that because because it's so hard whether you're a husband or not. But I think more so for husbands to admit 
well, to take responsibility and stop putting the blame on their spouse. Yeah. It means that you have to put aside your pride yeah. and kind of step into some humility. Yeah. And um, that's not always easy. And particularly when there's already a lot of strife going on in the marriage, um, you do that and you open yourself up to a lot more hurt and a lot yeah. more pain and some blame and and. Yeah. Um, you just open yourself up to a lot more that can happen. Yeah. But if you want to make any progress and steps forward, you have to do that. Yeah, clearly. <clears throat> Let's kind of tag one of the um, aspects of what he wrote here in, in his letter. Okay. Um, where he would get defensive and not really listen to her perspective when right. she says you're doing X, Y, or Z, you're not right. doing this. And he would respond in anger. Um, there's a research out there by John Gottman, which talks about husbands um, that are open to influence uh, have the greatest opportunity for making the positive change in their relationship. Yeah. In fact, if you want to know if a relationship is going to be successful, um, the openness to influence thing can is 80% accurate. So if if openness is part of the the relationship, the husband's, not just the wife, right. the husband's openness is is present in a relationship. And that means um, he is he's willing to listen or take her perspective. He's willing to um, not be entrenched in his own perspective. He's going, your your ideas, the way you think actually have merit. Um, and I'm going to be open and consider those things. When a right. husband does that on a regular basis, research shows that um, that's 80% accurate indicator of if the marriage is going to survive or not. That's right. incredibly powerful. And a lot of husbands find out too late that that lack of receptivity, that lack of openness <clears throat> or open to influence. Right contaminates their marriage. It's yeah. like a cancer. It just dooms it to failure and they find out too late that they are, um, that they are wrong. Um, not necessarily that they are wrong, but the fact that they have con continually shut down their wife's right. heart. They've, they've completely dismissed her opinions. They've ignored her thinking. They have invalidated um, and not even considered her perspective. Um, that forces a wife to constantly be defensive. Yeah. You have to defend your position. All the time. You're all, it, it sets you up for um, being in... Uh, in a fight yeah. all the time because you're fighting to be heard. You're fighting yeah. to have your opinion valued. You're fighting to just have some type of worth and yeah. value. All the time. All the time. And again, that becomes a cancer. It becomes toxic in any relationship. So husbands, if you are hearing this this gentleman's um, kind of lament, we'll call it that. It's a lament of, yeah. I found out a little bit too late. And he's doing the work to change it. Again, he's seeing a therapist. He's listening to this podcast. He's trying to make up for lost time. And I would want to say to him and every other husband out there, uh, waking up late is better than not waking up at all. Yes, You might have a little bit harder work to do, but it does not mean that it is hopeless. It does mean that you can still have some possibility of having a healthy, happy, secure marriage. Right. Um, it's a husbands who never wake up. It's a husbands who continue to remain entrenched. Those are the ones that, that 
end up losing their relationship, right. not just their first relationship, not their first marriage, but because they never change, they go into their second marriage, they bring the cancer into yep. that relationship, yep. and then they lose that one, and then they go, why in the world would I ever get married again? And they just kind of jump from relationship to relationship, and they never really understand the value or the beauty that comes from really committing to to a marriage, to a right. relationship. Right. But for this husband, I want I want him to hear, I'm so glad that you're doing the work and I'm so yes. glad you're kind of waking up. Um, and when you start to, you okay there? Yeah, I had a hiccup. Had a hiccup? Yeah. <laughs> when you start to own that in front of your wife, there's still going to be a little bit of time when she's going, I'm not so sure I can yeah. believe the changes. I'm not so sure that I can trust it yet. That's okay. It's going to take a little bit of time for her to get on board. Yeah. Um, don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Don't shut down. Don't expect her to change in the first six days or six weeks. Right. It can take months for her to soften. And that's legitimate, by the way, because it's easy to do anything for a week and a half. Right. It is really difficult to do something healthy and good for a long, long term yeah. to reflect an actual change within your heart, within your thinking, within your uh, value system. Um it's okay for there to be a little bit of wait and see on her part yes. to see if she's going to um, uh, be able to fully trust that. So that right. would be the encouragement I'd have for this husband. Um, keep doing the good work and then be extra patient with your wife. That can get really frustrating. It's the it's the point system. Yeah, yeah. There's a very different point system between husbands and wives because husbands have gone, okay, if I've done 25 bad things, that means I'm negative 25 things. Math says if I do 25 good things, I should be over the over the threshold and into the good territory again and I'm able to get some cookies again because I'm I'm being a good husband. The point system doesn't work that way. You no. can be negative 25 on the point system and you can do 25 good things and she can go, all right, maybe we'll give you half a point and start moving you up so that you're 24 and a half negative points right. now. And it drives husbands crazy. They're like, what do you mean? I mean, give me a break. Why can't I ever win? And that's because it isn't just negative 25 things that you've done bad. It's been a lifetime together. It right. is a, right. it is a constant perpetual both verbal and nonverbal erosion of trust in that relationship and rebuilding trust takes a lot more time energy and effort again yeah. it's possible it is absolutely possible but you have to be ready and buckled up because you got to be willing to do the hard work right. that it takes to actually uh, see the results in that um for other husbands who are hearing this and they're going, okay, I want to learn from this mistake. One of the best things you can do is just own it in front of your wife. Go to your yep. wife and say, I listened to this podcast. I just stumbled upon it magically or randomly in some way. And it kind of woke me up and I recognize big truck. The garbage man? School bus. Oh, school bus. It is that time. It is that time of year. Um, I recognize I have not been a good husband. I recognize that I have not been as loving or as patient or as kind or as understanding or open to influence. And I understand that that has caused you to be guarded. I understand that caused you to be a little hardened of heart. I understand that that means that you don't really trust me as much as you could or should. And I am not blaming you for that. I am taking full and complete responsibility. Right. And 
because I have contributed to the dysfunction of this relationship, here's what I'm going to do to start making this as healthy and good as possible. Here's what I'm going to do. I don't expect anything of you yet. When you do that, she's going to go, who are you and what have you done with my husband? I can't wait to see if this is going to stick. I'm going to be curious if it does. But it also creates what we call an invitation. When you become a healthier version of yourself, your wife will start to say, oh, maybe I want to get healthy as well. Maybe I'll start looking at the things that I'm doing that contributes to the dysfunction of the relationship. And now the two of you can start working on this together. We have seen it. In fact, we just got some emails in the last week of uh, a couple who were kind of at that that, um, point of, are we going to stay together? Are we going to divorce? They actually went through our Relationship Roadmap program, and we just got a lovely email back from them saying, this is revolutionary. This has been so unbelievably helpful. The program's only an hour long, but the nine tools in it, they're saying we're using them every day, and we're starting to understand some of these things that we have never been taught. One of the things he said, this guy who's writing back telling us how much they're appreciating the relationship roadmap, he goes there and he says, the statement when you said, um, we can't always control our feelings, but we can always control our behaviors. He said that was revolutionary to me. I had never even heard or even believed or understood that concept, but it opened my eyes. Um, That's why we do this podcast. We want people to have tools that are like, oh, this actually helps and changes the our marriage. Yeah. And if you want to go, here's a, here's an inexpensive way to get these amazing tools so that our marriage can now be healthy, happy, and a secure marriage. Again, may not be perfect marriage, but it is a secure, it is a secure marriage. Uh, you can actually go to securemarriage.com. You can click on courses or right on the front page. There's a place where you can click on the relationship roadmap. That is the one we recommend everyone start with. Yeah. Um, Here's, here's even the good news. If you're afraid this one isn't going to work for me, uh, this works for other couples but doesn't work for me, or I'm afraid of investing this money into this program and then it's not working, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's how much we believe in it. Uh, you can you can try it out. You have full access to everything. And if in the first 30 days you go, this sucks, this, this isn't going to help us at all, email us. We will give you all your money back. Yeah. You got nothing to lose and everything to gain to have the marriage you've always, always wanted. So you can go to securemarriage.com. You can check that out um, and you can start to get off the red road that leads to discouragement, disappointment, and feeling like you're trapped in a bad marriage and you can finally have hope and end up having a secure marriage. Yeah. So again, husbands, take this to heart. Make this your wake up call. Don't ignore what you're hearing in this. Go, I don't want to be this guy. Or I, I'm a, I, I recognize that I might be really, really close to losing my marriage and I don't know what to do. This is what to do. Yes. You now have the next step. You don't have to fix it all yet. You have one next step to make this happen. And you can start having a happy and fulfilling marriage that you've always wanted. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds great. You should talk less. I should talk less. <laughs> You're talking a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I can't get a word in edgewise. Anything else you want to add, my love? No, I think that's it. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. (laughs) We will, Willie, see you next time. (laughs) You you heard what I said. Yep. (laughs) 